0: Learn more at Hyundaisonata.com Hello and welcome to AutoLine Daily. I'm John McElroy. This is the 11th of July, and here is the news. Rental car company Hertz announced it's adding Porsche Panameras to its fleet, becoming the first major rental company in the U.S. to offer Porsches. Unfortunately, the company will only offer the Panamera in California, Florida, and Nevada. The cost? $250 for one weekend day. Hertz is also going to sponsor the 2012 Porsche IMSA GT3 Cup Challenge and the JDX Racing Team which competes in the American Le Mans Series. Automakers are rethinking the way that incentives work. In the bad old days, they'd pile a bunch of money on the hood to try and move the metal. But this, of course, takes a huge bite out of profits. So now Chevy is launching its confidence program where buyers can return a car after 60 days if they don't like it. And it's going to offer no haggle pricing just like Saturn used to do. This will probably generate a lot of buzz but more importantly very few people are ever going to return their vehicle. It's just too much of a hassle. Plus then you still have to buy another car. So this kind of incentive is a lot cheaper than putting money on the hood. And in a related story, Chrysler just introduced a new offer that lets buyers defer payments for the first 90 days of ownership. This national promotion applies to all of its vehicles and runs through the end of this month. Automotive production is growing in the United States and in Mexico, but in Canada, it's going down. According to Wards, in 2007 the country had the capacity to build 3 million vehicles, Now, that is down to $2.5 and it's going to fall slightly next year. There's several reasons for all this, but mainly it's because of the strong Canadian dollar. GM's CEO Dan Ackerson recently said that Canada is the most expensive country in the world to build vehicles. So it really comes as no surprise to learn that the CAW's president, that's the Canadian Auto Workers Union, Ken Luenza is seeking commitments from the Detroit automakers to build new vehicles in Canada. According to the Detroit News, the union's contract is up in September and it wants investment from the automakers in future product. The Detroit Three, in return, want the CAW to accept profit-sharing deals like their American workers have instead of asking for more benefits and wages. Though the Chinese market is slowing down, it is still growing. So which automakers are doing the best job of appealing to Chinese car buyers? As the latest sales figures show, General Motors, Volkswagen, and Nissan dominate the top 10 list of passenger vehicles that are being sold in China. You know, we haven't heard much about cellulosic ethanol recently, but researchers at Michigan State University have come up with a new biofuel production process. They claim it produces energy, and I quote, more than 20 times higher than existing methods. Special microbes break agricultural waste down into ethanol, and then a second strain of bacteria feeds off of waste products from the fermentation process and actually generates electricity. But don't think that they're charging car batteries with all this juice. They're using the power to produce hydrogen. This boosts the recoverable energy to a whopping 73%. It's all very complicated, but this could be the breakthrough that we've been waiting for with biofuels. Hey, coming up next, it is time for You Said It. Clean diesel models in North America will double by 2014. Why? Higher take rates, lower cost of ownership, longer range and better fuel mileage, lower CO2 emissions. Clean diesel, good, economical, functional. Bosch, invented for life. And now it's time for some of your feedback. Jesse is pretty ticked off about that guy in California who's suing Hyundai because he says the advertised 40 miles per gallon on the Elantra is misleading. And Jesse says any idiot who has even half his or her eyesight can plainly see in big numbers the combined mileage in an Elantra is 33. It's 40 mpg on the highway and down below on the sticker is actual mileage between X and Z. Leave it to those airheads in la-la land to waste the court's time and taxpayer dollars. Amen. I'm with Jesse on this one. Josu heard us report that Cadillac had the best sales gain of any brand last month in the U.S. market and says, you can bet that Cadillac will keep on growing in the next months. Look at what they have. In June, they added the XTS, When the ATS gets into the market, Cadillac probably will grow much, much more. Those guys will triple their car offering in a year. And he's right, you know, Cadillac desperately needs new product. Audi has now caught up with Caddy, and only new product is going to keep the brand competitive. But we can look for a new CTS and a new Escalade in the next year or so. Say, a lot of you sure like that new ad for the Dodge Dart because we got a lot of responses about it. Some of the typical responses include Insurgents RX, who says, Dang, Chrysler always makes the best ads. And Trapneck, who says, I love the kick out the finance guys. LOL. But, you know, while enough of you like that ad, will enough people actually buy the new Dart? Pedro Fernandez points out that. Consumer Reports released an article where they picked their recommended American vehicle by class and none of the new small Detroit offerings is recommended because of their reliability issues. Seems like the more that things change, they stay the same. You could have been reading the same article from 10, 20, or even 30 years ago and it would have applied as well. You know... Despite all the improvements that they've made, the automakers in Detroit still have a perception image to overcome, especially when it comes to small cars. Hey, thanks for all your letters and comments. We sure do appreciate them. But before we go, don't forget to tune into to Autoline After Hours tomorrow night for the second annual fantasy draft. I've got a group of colleagues who are coming up with their own fictional car companies, And we're all going to choose which executives in the automotive industry we would want running our car companies. It's a great way to learn who are the top executives in the global automotive industry. And that's tomorrow night on AutoLine After Hours. That wraps up today's report. Thanks for watching. We'll see you tomorrow.